what's up, everybody? It's Charmy. And this is Jada, and we are the Illest, Illest Girls, Girls Next, Next Door. Door. <laughs> and we are back, baby. Today here we have DJ Lil Todd. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So Come introduce yourself. Post. Where you from? Uh-huh. Who you repping? You know what it is, man. Yours truly, DJ Taj. You know I have to come support y'all, number one. I want to say congratulations to y'all show, too. Thank you. I've been tuning in for the last, like, two episodes y'all did? Yeah, yeah. I've been tuned in, man, so congratulations to y'all show. That's number one. <laughs> but um, like I said, though, if you don't know, I go by the name of DJ Taj, Jersey Club producer. You know what I mean? From Jersey, obviously. <laughs> Jersey representative. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's what it is. Cool, cool, cool. That's yeah. what's up. You know, we we putting on for Jersey. That's what we here for. Of course, for. of course. <clears throat> That's definitely what we here for. Now, just kind of like a little start off and stuff. Like, how did you get start? How did you start DJing? Like, what what gave you that? Like, all right, I'm about to start DJing. I'm about to be a DJ. Yo, you know what's funny? I've been DJing since I was like, probably like four. No guys, like four. I had my first party at five. Um, a lot of people don't know, and a lot of people do know. My father is a big radio DJ named DJ Antoine Qua. And um, he got me into the into the DJing game, you know what I mean? So if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even been into, like, the music probably at all. I'd probably mm-hmm. been trying to do sports or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, my father had me um, DJing since I was born, like, just making me on the turntables on 1200s. And then um, from there, I had my first party at, like, five years old. And I just kept DJing since then. And that's been my first hobby. <laughs> your you know first I mean? hobby. Yeah, DJ is my first hobby. So what's your second hobby? Producing. Interesting. People think it's the opposite the other way around, but really my first love is DJ and my second love is producing. producing. Right. Is that who you look up to, your father? Of course, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Even now. You know what I mean? He's he's on the radio right now killing the game too. So of course. So shout out to your father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. Yes, sir. There you go. Um, all right, all right, all right. Breaking into business. Question. So, like, when you started DJing, like, what's some obstacles that, like, came in your way, like, as far as, like, DJing, like? I think, um, I think learning how to please a crowd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you, you go to different events and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you, you meet mad different people, and there's a lot of ignorant people that just be coming up to you thinking you're supposed to just play songs when they want to hear it <laughs> yeah. and, and sometimes you know you're gonna play the song anyway but it might be not it might not be the right time to play the song exactly you know what i mean i go through that even now <clears throat> that's why now you know i gotta open up dj now but before i had to open up dj i always had an issue of people saying yo play this song play that song you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they'd be like a, a turn up song like one of the littest songs out but they'd mm-hmm. be wanting to play it soon as the party start okay yeah you know there's a timing for for certain songs to be played when exactly. it comes to djing is that your biggest pet peeve like as far as like um well like an issue kind of yes yeah and when people ask you to play to keep playing a song can you play this can you play that Aggie, Aggie. <laughs> i feel Aggie. like all djs hate that Every they, DJ. Sneak, they be trying to sneak behind the booth or whatever uh, like <laughs> i think any dj watching this right now could, could vouch me with that one they could definitely vouch on me with that one yeah so as a dj you know like you don't work regular hours like you live yeah. that nightlife and stuff like that when you get tired and worn out how do you recuperate uh recuperate from that i, I think i've been djing for so long that like, i really don't even get tired now you know what i mean i be getting in the house sometimes because i don't do parties every night mm. um my life is mostly studio producing and stuff so i'm always in the studio the only time i really dj if it's like a show or like a big party 
so I, yeah so i don't just do like like reg, like just being like any club or something like that mm-hmm. so i don't gotta worry about events every night luckily you know what i mean yeah. um but i still get in late but i think that i'm so used to it now i take my my naps you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> all my sleeps be naps in the car <laughs> you know what i mean that's lit, that's yeah. lit. you just came back on tour like tell us about that like how was that how yeah. did you, how, first of all how did you even get the opportunity to go on tour I actually I made it up myself. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because um there was a lot of people on my Instagram commenting left and right, like, yo, mm-hmm. come here, come in here. Every time I post me at a party or like an event or something, everybody like, yo, come to Miami or come to New York, come to some So what I did was I'm like, let me just throw my own tour or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it my own tour really didn't even officially start yet. The stuff y'all oh. been yeah, the stuff y'all been seeing is just like um um like events that I'm booked for. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it just now I just got off the um the heavy hitters retreat. We just came back from DR. So that was crazy out there. That was a, um, a part of the tour situation, too. But like I said, that wasn't a part of the DJ Taj tour. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just my family. So, you know what I mean? We did that for the heavy hitters. And how did that go down there in Dominican Republic? Like, crazy. what did you get done? <laughs> well, out there was like a few different type of um, things. We had a, it was really a heavy hitter retreat. Mm-hmm. So it was like all of us as heavy hitters got together. You know what I mean? As a group, and we all like went on a vacation. But it really was like a business vacation. So we had meetings and stuff, parties and shows. You know what I mean? Shout out to Swiss Beats. He came out there, flew out to DR with us. Lit, lit. Yeah, Swiss Beats. Kevin Lyles, mad different people. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. a lot of people came through and showed love with us. It was dope out there, though. It was definitely a different experience. That's my first time out there. Yeah, how was the food? <laughs> it was dope. It was good. It was good. <laughs> That's my homeland. Word, See, I was about to say, you only asked me because you're from there. Popping, <laughs> popping. Definitely popping. Yes, yes. That's freaking lit. Like, yo, I need to get out the country. I can't go nowhere because I don't even got a passport. Oh, you got to get that passport. <laughs> got to get that. I know. That. I know. Like, I need to get out of Jersey. Like, yes. I'm so over it. Right. Got to get that passport ASAP. That's a fact. Now, question, like, how important is social media to your DJing? Like, does it helpful? Mm -hmm. Like, do you really need it? I think that, for me, honestly speaking, like, I don't like, like, a lot of people try to downplay social media. Me, like, social media will really build my career, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Because. I really got my name popping off of um, SoundCloud number one. Mm-hmm. You know, so like like years ago when I first started getting out, like I've been DJing for the forever. I've no been produ- I've been producing <laughs> since I was like a kid, like when I got a little older. Mm-hmm. But I was producing for Malone, but I wasn't like known or nothing like that. When um I got on SoundCloud, I was like one of like the first people to really go viral on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? There was a lot of Jersey Club producers. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, that have been doing it way before me. Mm-hmm. But I was one of the first people because of social media. You know, I don't know if y'all remember the app called Vine. Yeah. yeah. So, so Vine is really what got me lit. You know what okay. I mean? Um, I had did this song a few years back, maybe like five, six years ago, called Bish What. Oh, that's oh. the one with Tyler. Uh, with Tony Remitty. Mm, oh, it was Tony Remitty. Yeah, Tony You're right. You're right. Yeah, we did that song because originally she made a video, like a funny video. You know what I mean? It was like a video she made on Vine. I remember. Oh, okay. And yeah, then, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right. And then I turned into a song and it became uh, like a hit song. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what got really got me out there because I've always been known in Jersey. Mm-hmm. But that's what got me our name outside of just Jersey. So now I was able to go to Miami and Atlanta and people, people knew me out there because mm-hmm. of that song. You know what I mean? And from there, you know what I mean? It just It just kept it going. But social media definitely plays a big part of my career, even now. Because without social mm-hmm. think about it now, right? Mm-hmm. Without social media, where's the streams and all that coming yeah, from? You know right. what I mean? So everybody, like even the biggest do- top dogs in the industry still need social media mm-hmm. to promote their music. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely definitely 
that plays a big part of my career. I saw that you were verified on a verified verified yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, she has an accent, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Dope accent, though. I like it. No, no, no. Anyways, um, yeah. how did like how long did that take? Um, well, I've been verified for a minute now. Um, one of my old social media like managers, in a way, mm-hmm. is is who, who got me verified. You know what I mean? Um, Instagram is like it's like a secret to getting verified. No, so, honestly, yeah, like it's it really Instagram is. is a business. Like yeah, if definitely. you really uh-huh. it it really is like Instagram is um it all goes on back like how much activity your page got. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's how you get on the explore page. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how your Instagram like Hashtags. You know, mm-hmm. right. And right. you know like when Instagram be like, um, you'll go on Instagram right now and say it's a picture from six hours ago. Mm-hmm. The reason why you still see that is because that picture is lit. Like yeah. you, got, you got a lot of comments. They want yeah. people to keep seeing that because yeah. it's so active. Uh-huh. Like Instagram, they they mm-hmm. not slick. Like they know what they doing. <laughs> Instagram know what they doing. They, they're, like, the, they're the number one um social media platform out. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, back in the day, you know, obviously it was, you know, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter's still late. A lot of people don't know. People sleeping on Twitter. They still, I don't have Twitter. You don't got Twitter? I don't no. have Twitter either. But yeah. I see a lot of people be posting on uh, Instagram from, from Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter definitely lit. And, you know, believe it or not, Facebook also is lit. Mm-hmm. Facebook get a lot of videos viral. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of videos we see how on the on Explore page, on Instagram, really get first familiar on Facebook first. Mm-hmm. And then we see it on Instagram, like on World Star Hip Hop or you know Shade Room or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Word. that's definitely interesting. Huh? That's interesting. Now nah, that real. is interesting. Like Instagram, they like it's really. I was on um I think her name was Lyra or something like that. She like an Instagram model, and she literally said what she do for a living is Instagram. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, like <laughs> social media. I think you get paid. I'm pretty sure you got yeah. paid. Yeah, right? a lot of people get paid. Yeah. Like endorsements and sponsorships and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it, it's really like you said, sponsorships. You know, mm-hmm. people get paid to post certain things or wear certain situations on their page and all that, clothes or all that. Okay, okay. Yeah. What is one mistake you've seen um, a lot of upcoming DJs make? Um, one mistake a lot of upcoming DJs make. I feel like every, a lot of DJs, even like mm-hmm. right now, <laughs> Um, don't know when when is their time, and that's for that, that goes different ways. Like in one way, it could be a party. Like I said before, like a, I got an open up DJ. Mm-hmm. My open up DJ, no, you know what I mean. But a lot of open up DJs would try to come on before you and play like everything before you get on. Every hit mm-hmm. song. Every hit song, mm-hmm. and a lot of DJs like has a problem with that. Like everybody knows that mm-hmm. that's always an issue. Every time you get booked when it's like multiple DJs, it's always the DJs before you that want to rock out and play mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. By the time you get on, the crowd already heard all of the songs. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's definitely. I don't even want to say it's a mistake. It's just people be petty. You just do it. <laughs> 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 they they try to yeah. get their name yeah, out there. Exactly. Like, I'm still in the show. And I, Fuck and, all and, that and, shit. But I respect it though. But you know, like everybody got their time. Like me, I I had my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't rush my career at all. You know what I'm saying? Like Honestly, I it kind of came to you. It came to me. But like, yeah. like my father had me behind the scenes for a long time, mm-hmm. just doing like little cookouts and stuff like that. I never like stepped out of my boundaries and tried to like overshadow anybody or nothing. Mm-hmm. Cause he had a lot of DJs that he put on before me. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't my time, it was their time. It was their Plus time. they was older than me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, a lot of DJs nowadays is like, even back then, like everybody always trying to play the hottest stuff before you get on. Okay. Yeah. And I know some of you, Real fans would know that you was DJing on One of Six in Park. How did you oh, yeah. even get that opportunity? Like, how was that for you? It was dope, yo. Like, One of Six in Park was definitely a dope experience. I always talk about that till today. Mm, like, I yo. wish they were still around. You know what I mean? 
that, that was a dope um, experience but how i got on there um i knew my father was friends like all my biggest connects come through my father yeah. you know what i mean my father was friends like with one of the bosses at, at bet and then they brought me through the um through the door and then they introduced me to a guy named terrence clayton and that became like my uncle like my one of my father's closest friends and he's like like a big dog at bet you know what i mean and and ever since then terrence kept bringing me on the show like every week mm-hmm. and i was in high school i started leaving high school early like every every day like <laughs> Dang, it was that long ago yo crazy like i, I was wow. in one of those since i was um either a sophomore high school or beginner of junior high school so it got so deep like at first like the t- like the teachers and all that would be like mad that i was leaving early and it took one day i guess one of the, the principals or the vice principals one of them seen um me on tv with, <laughs> with their kids when they was cooking dinner or something and i came back to school the next day they went crazy ever since then like everybody showed mad love nah that's a that's fact cool. i remember like uh when you actually gave me the opportunity like yo jay come on one of season through, part. Yeah. yeah yo first of all i never knew tv was like that like how yeah. everybody sitting in the back like they tell you when to clap they tell you when you got to be quiet right. they got all the cameras moving a little at stage mm-hmm. i never knew that everything on the schedule yeah like i really didn't know that's how like tv go i thought like they just really be it's a lot of rules and not, and that's what radio too like there's a lot of rules with, with everything mm-hmm. anything that's live like you know say i'm sure there's rules to this you know i mean there's always rules to whatever you got an audience to be watching the situation you know what i mean yeah so yeah but yeah definitely bt once is a part was definitely a good experience for me that was too just like i don't know it kind of opened my eyes up because i didn't know that so it was like you feel me i was kind of like closed-minded like oh, okay it's just tv you know right go mm-hmm. on it's like totally different yo, they, than what i expected they I'm need like, another oh. show like that yo, no that, no 106 and park was dead lit like i think lit. i think that was our generation mm-hmm. of music videos for us to be able to watch mm-hmm. you know what Definitely. i'm saying because like you think about it like of course we still watch certain certain music videos on youtube mm-hmm. but like we miss a lot of music videos like there'd be videos that i'd be seeing popping up sometimes i'd be like i didn't know they shot a video for that mm-hmm. song <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. but when 106 and park was out like we knew every time a video came out when Chris mm-hmm. Brown dropped the new video, we knew when it came out. <laughs> Anybody that was hot at the time, like we all, we always knew when they dropped something new. And I know that if um, 106 was still out, it would be a lot of artists like Six Nine being on there often. Yo, you know that, what I'm saying? It would have been crazy. Yeah. Dope. Shout out to Six Nine. Sorry you locked up, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, what do you try to uh, What do you try to communicate to your audience through your vibe? Um. Well, see, I got a lot of young audience, mm-hmm. so I feel like. Um, when I get a chance, like a lot of time, I go on Instagram live, and I try to like speak positive, like every so often. Like so, I got a lot of kids that watch what I do. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, um, basically, my thing is to let anybody know it's not just about music. Like whatever you're trying to do, like you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I definitely never expected media had a name that I got right now, and I'm still not where I want to be all the way yet. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you never want to get too comfortable. You never want to get mm-hmm. too comfortable. Gotta keep rising up. Right. Mm-hmm. But I never thought that I was going to be able to go out of state to a different state and people knew who I was. I went to Miami for the first time like like last year and sold out a whole show, like 2,500 people. 2,500 people. Like that was mm-hmm. my first time ever coming out there to, to Miami. You know what I'm saying? And Kevin Hart and Trey Songs had a show right down the street. Don't get me wrong, they just was lit too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just was flooded. But the fact that that many people came just to see me. Just to mm-hmm. see you. You know what I'm saying? I never thought I was going to be able to go to Miami. Everybody hear about Miami, you think. Like, you hear, you know what I'm saying? When you hear about Miami, LA, New York, you think the biggest. Like Hollywood exactly. and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So, 
Yeah, it's definitely, man. I always try to t- let the kids know, like, whatever you put your mind to, you can do it if you really want to get it done. That's a fact. Like, our slogan is, if they can do it, you can do it, too. Believe right. Like, you just, you got to believe in yourself. You got to have that motivation to get your foot in that door. Once your foot in that door, you, like, the world is yours. But people got to understand, though. I feel like a lot of people don't know. Like, it's, I mean, some people do get handouts. So I don't, don't let, let me yeah. correct mm-hmm. myself. But it's really, don't expect the handout. You know what exactly. I mean? You got to really work for what you want. Some mm-hmm. Sometimes people expecting to get somebody to give it to them. Because mm-hmm. people expect me to, to do stuff. But yeah, just because you know people. Yeah, just because I know connections. them. People go by the yeah. saying all the time is about who you know. In a lot of situations, it is about who you know. Mm-hmm. But don't expect it. If exactly. it come your way like that, then good for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, like I didn't expect no handouts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even to today, like even though my father's, like, my father's who he is, but still he even made me work for where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Hood cookouts, I was doing it. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He ain't just, Already he ain't just had me go to the top, man. I was doing a lot of stuff. Even even recently, like, you know what I'm saying? Doing a lot of political things. Um, As far as, like, going to different schools and talking to the kids and all that. All of that stuff is putting in work. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't want to do all the extra work. They just want to be lit. And be known. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Like, everything is... You feel me? You just got to be patient. Like, you got to have patience and trust the process. Like, Definitely. You got to trust your process. Right. Always stay consistent, stay on it, and you feel me? Just just go for it. You feel me? Follow your dream. Yeah. Now, also, like, with DJing, do you think it's based off luck or is, like, As like far spin? as what? Like, like, producing and, um like, actually, like, DJing on turntables. Is it more of, like, all right, I'm lucky that I could do this and I could like play it off or is it more on skills like you just gotta have the skills to become a dj and get where you at i think i think that now honestly speaking i think now it's just like anybody just do it because mm-hmm. i i meet people every day that just became djs like the same week i met them and they really be in the clubs like djing for real because people just buying laptops mm-hmm. what it is is that they making djing so much easier now that anybody like right now y'all two could become djs tonight if y'all want to be djs <laughs> all y'all do is have a laptop and a small controller and y'all djs dj j bands dj chimey mommy on the beat and i know and i know i got friends like i got like a lot of female friends models and all that's djs now you know what i'm saying because wow. everybody is back in the days it was about your skills mm-hmm. luckily my father brought me in when i was um so i, I was able to learn the skills i ain't just come and just, just calling myself a dj mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i actually had to really learn on, on the 1200s which is the records mm-hmm. i don't know if y'all know the names of 1200s and stuff but no, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> you somebody case, somebody so. watching <laughs> might know but right. me no yeah, yeah. so luckily I, I was able to learn i was fortunate to learn like the real skill part of it but mm-hmm. like Anybody can really be a DJ. Now, I just think about, I think it's, I just think it's about um, working. You know what I'm saying? Just working. But you still got to go through your formats and know your music. Mm-hmm. You can't get booked and then don't have no songs or, you know what I mean? Imagine imagine right now, you say you're from DR, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> but imagine, imagine like if I would have went to DR recently, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I wasn't doing my research. And I went out there with just all music that we listen to out here. It would have mm-hmm. been a rap when I went out there. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it would have been a rap. Although, you know, being that for social media, everybody listens to the same music. Because mm-hmm. when I went out there, it was like being out here, too. Because they knew all the songs we bump out here. Okay. When I went out there, they was bumping Cardi B, everybody. Like, <laughs> all the clubs. Like, I thought I was at a club out here. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of Spanish music, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if we didn't do our research, we the heavy hits, we went out, we went out there not knowing nothing, looking stupid. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you got to still do the research. What was the most memorable night for you as a DJ? Mm, that's a good question. 
I think um my first my first time hitting a big stage maybe. Um mm. where was that at? What was that like? Actually no. I take that back. That wasn't my my, my <laughs> first <memorable laughs> night. I think I think the um the most would you said the most memorable night? Yeah, yeah like like it's like a that night I you can't, yeah, I can't yeah. forget. Yeah, like uh-huh. I think shit went up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think my first time seeing a crowd go crazy for me. And I think, you know what I mean, it don't it ain't had to be the biggest crowd I ever did. It was just the fact that I went, I walked into the room, the reaction that I got. You the know love. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That was like the love exactly. I think that was the um I would never forget nothing like that. And I never forget none of my shows. That's like that for all of my shows. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I don't think it was about like none of the biggest crowds I did. I think when I first experienced anybody going crazy for me coming inside the room, it was what? I feel like that would be crazy. Like you just mm-hmm. feel like like damn, these people. Right. Yeah, man. Like I'm actually Yo, somebody. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you what's funny though. Like when you like when your when your first time experiencing stuff like that, you be more nervous than the people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like a lot of people, because I remember when I first started getting that type of like love, people be coming up to take pictures with me and stuff. Like, and I, they ain't know like they going crazy to take pictures with me, but I'm more nervous <laughs> taking pictures with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I ain't know if I should be able to like hug them like this. Uh-huh. They gonna be like, oh, get off me. You ain't know what they yeah. really expect. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think that's definitely like the most memorable moments when it comes to DJing for my career. That's lit. That's lit. Yeah. Now, like, what's the biggest show that you like maxed out to capacity? Like, where? How was it? Like, hmm. biggest biggest audience you had? Whether if you was like just DJing for somebody else, not yeah. exactly your show, but like, what's the biggest crowd? I think that um, a few months ago, I was in PA. Um and I was the the head the headliner DJ. You talking about with the Albi one? Albi I was there. I, it was Albi. I think it was supposed to be a boogie. Yeah, a boogie came. Uh, PNB Rock came. A lot of people came through. Um, Fab. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people, and it was about like fifteen, eighteen thousand people inside there. Wow. You know what I mean? And w- when I came out there, like it was crazy. And that was that was deep in PA. Like that wasn't like. Just going like an hour away from Jersey, you know what I'm saying? It took us, <laughs> yeah. it took about like a good four or five hours to get there, just to drive, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think that was the biggest crowd I did so far. Lit. I've been I've been to um to shows where I came out on stage, mm-hmm. you know, with like sixty thousand people, but as far as me DJing on like to be on a set yeah. as DJ mm-hmm. Ty saying he's on this show tonight, that thing that was the biggest booking that I ever had. Wow. Yeah, eighteen thousand people. Lit. I have to ask for the ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> yeah, I am single. Yeah. Are you looking? Are you chilling? What's mm-hmm. up? Honestly, I'm chilling right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people, I get that question in my DMs 24-7. I know. So <laughs> I be gassing them, That's the first time I'm answering this. I be gassing a lot of people on the gram. Like, when they, sometimes I do the question when I'm bored. You know the question stuff? Uh-huh. The Q&A. So I never give a real answer to that. But like, yeah, I'm just chilling right now, and honestly. You know what I mean? You just grinding, working on the music. There's a lot of girls everywhere. You know yeah. What I mean? What's your, like, what's your ideal woman, woman like? Word. What are you looking for? Yo, be, back in, I remember years ago, I used to always say I wanted, like, this, like, bad John, like, a pretty <laughs> girl, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, I guess once you get so used to, like, you know, whatever, a lot of people, you get a lot of different type of pretty girls. Mm-hmm. You start just, you know, seeing more than just pretty females. You be wanting people that's actually loyal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and um, and also um, s- like smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, smart, loyal, and my biggest thing is loyalty. <laughs> now, see, if I can't trust you, then I can't rock with you. And that's for anybody, friends yeah. and all. You know what I mean? 
Definitely. Yeah, I never. I used to always say bad, but I don't really need a bad joy. Mm-hmm. But if you if you smart, loyal, <laughs> and bad, then we lit. You feel me? But like, it's all together. Exactly. That's definitely lit. Like, what do you? Are you gonna be DJing like for the rest of your career? Like, where do you? Where do you see yourself in ten years? Um, I think I see myself in ten years. Uh, my goal is to own a a, a big label. I want to sign artists, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and um, bring artists to other bigger labels. Mm-hmm. So that's really that's really my goal. DJ, I'm always gonna do DJ. I told you that's my first hobby. Yeah. So as <laughs> Can't far let as, that go. Yeah, yeah. I'm always gonna do DJ and, and dropping music because I'm just a music person. I um I never was really too much into sports. I always played like street basketball, mm-hmm. you know, outside of my grandparents' crib. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. But I I and never yeah, but I never um I never was like on teams like in school and all that, like on a basketball team, yeah. football team. I never actually joined a real team. I always was just like a music dude. So like soon school's over, instead of me going to practice with all my boys going to you know what I mean, I was going home on the computer doing me with the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's that interesting. Now, question: Who's your favorite artist out right now? Like, who, <laughs> who you rooting for? <laughs> Yo, it's funny because like, I think my favorite artist is Drake. Yo, and Drake all, is. But let me tell you, <laughs> top two. But, right. but, but let me tell you, the reason the reason why I said Drake is because like, he's mad consistent. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. been doing it for a minute now. It's kind of it's really hard to stay hot for that amount of years mm-hmm. and stay number one for that long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who's been doing it for years, but it's not a lot of people who's been number one for years. Drake is no really nobody over Drake. There isn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm Drake is like the top top. Mm-hmm. Then you got everybody else that's lit. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think Drake, and that's kind of like in a way who I follow, even though he is a different type of genre. What mm-hmm. I do. That's kind of like what I follow, his type of wave. This time to stay like hot for that that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Stay Drake, yeah. What is one track that never gets old for you, no matter how many times you play <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. A lot of people don't listen to a lot of R&B. Oh, okay. I bought mad R&B. That's why I get a lot of my ideas for my music, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody that listens to my music, you know, I'm always putting some type of like slow R&B instrumental behind my songs in the background. You know what I'm saying? But I think... um. One of the songs that I can't, I always um, listen to a lot um, is I listen to a lot of Maxwell. <laughs> Y'all heard of Maxwell? <laughs> I, I heard of Maxwell. I definitely yeah, heard of I, Maxwell. Yeah, I bump a lot of Maxwell. I've been trying to think of a way to um, sample one of his tracks. It's not that easy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been trying to figure out a way. But I think um, Maxwell, and I bump a lot of... Um, like Chris Brown and all of them mm-hmm, type of guys, yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Chris Brown back in the day, oh, <laughs> yeah. top yes. five, like top five. He kind of fell off. Still love him. <laughs> he he kind of fell off. He got to get his little groove back, but, yeah. you know. You know my favorite song right now, though? What? It's funny because, like, a lot of dudes, like, we be talking, like, a, a, lot, a lot of me and my boys, like, wherever I go, like, just dudes in general, booed up. You know what I'm saying? Believe it or not. Yeah. I feel like I feel like us as dudes like the song more than females. I think y'all do because <laughs> you know they, I mean? they be in the club singing it. I'm Yo, looking like, yeah. oh, okay, that, I heard that, you. That's the that's the only female song that I think I like. I really be singing that song. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's in the, the club only song. There's yeah. always songs like you feel me, like Beyonce. You now you just bump it. You know yeah, what I mean? But, but you that song it. right there, you make you want to sing. You be in the yeah. car turning it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, but I think "Booed Up" would be the song to answer your question. Okay. Yeah. Now, question: Have you ever considered rapping? Rapping, yeah, you know, getting the booth, like we all the, with all the artists. Like, come on, I'll lay a track down for you. Um, I never considered rapping. Um, 
But I, I think that I could. I think I could rap if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, in this day age, Everybody anybody can be rap. Anybody can rap. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. It anybody, makes no sense. Anybody can rap. But yeah, I think I think definitely because I come from a family from writers. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you already know what's up. Like yeah. it's, it just come naturally. You know what I'm saying? So I think if I wanted to ever consider that, that's not really where I'm going. But I think I could <laughs> if I wanted to. Nah, that's like... It's so easy. Like, it just don't make no sense. Like, I like how I got that picture right there. That's dope. Right. I know. Look at Feeling you. Feeling that. <laughs> you feel me? Like DJ Todd. Like, <laughs> we here with it. Fire. <laughs> we definitely here with it. Um, what does EMG stand for, right? That was Yeah, EMG. That's our, that's my music group. It's called, it stands for Empire Music Group. I st- I it's funny about that name because originally the name was R&Q Empire Incorporated. It was my father and my uncle um, company. Okay. And I kind of like took like jack the empire part out <laughs> and, and, and what i did was i had got me a drop babe you know a drop is just something i say you like a dj name like you know you listen to dj taj right mm-hmm. now so my drop was like empire dj taj such and such such and such and what i did was i i edited the part which is empire and echoed it out and then i started putting in all of my songs that's before i made it a group mm-hmm. i just put in all of my songs and a lot of start producers started coming to me like yo can i get down with empire me not knowing it's not really a group it just started <laughs> putting and i was just like mm, all right and then i started the group from there i just started adding producers and kept it going from there like who's a part of it yeah, yeah. like currently mm-hmm. it's a lot of people um like mostly 99 percent jersey club producers um empire is really like like the the like the top jersey club group you know what i'm saying so like when it comes to jersey club anybody that's like really really popping either came through empire's empire I'm talking about anybody that's from my from my generation on. You know what okay. I'm saying? So like um any right now currently it's like me, a guy named DJ Smalls. DJ Smalls. DJ okay. Bake. Yeah, you know. Bake. I honestly Bake I like Bake is hard. Like yeah, Bake definitely. he really been coming up like um my favorite DJs in Jersey, obviously you, uh DJ Carvel, like he Carvel Empire. like the youngest one doing it. He's EMG. Like Car- yeah. Car- like yeah. Carvel, Shout honestly Carvel. like he DJ'd at my party. Yeah, he's yeah. like the youngest one doing it. Like uh-huh. aside from y'all. Right. Uh DJ Bake. And it's another one at Rutgers, um, he popping out at Rutgers, uh Showcase. Oh Showcase, Showcase my man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He not a throw a party too for sure. Yeah, shout to show because he be killing it with the promotion stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but like as far as like the um the producers part of like the game, you know what I mean? Anybody, everybody that's Empire, like like the people who's dropping all the songs right now. So there's a lot of people, you know. Like I said, Smalls, Big Carvel. Then we got DJs, Jasir Powell. Yeah, Jasir like there, too. There's a lot of people. Like and the list goes on. I'm just, I'm missing mad people. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. everybody in the team is lit. If I keep going, y'all gonna be oh yeah that person. That person. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, everybody's just about lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, EMG is not really just about being lit. It's just people that just, like, got love for the music and just, mm-hmm. like, have fun doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Literally, that's why everybody that I make Empire is just people who got love for the music. There's some people that's EMG that don't even put song, that don't even put their music out. You know what I mean? But they just love it so much. They make it, but never release it. Mm. And I be arguing with them, like, yo, you fire. Like, why don't you put your music out? You feel me? But a lot of people, they just got the love for it. So they just making it, but they don't want to really do nothing with it. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, how long does it like take you to like produce a song and like drop it? Like, if you just sitting in the house, like, how long would it take you to make like a club song? <laughs> Nowadays, it could take me like ten minutes. To be honest with you, like, yeah, for, for real, like it t- it can really take. I did a song today. I was done. I started it at eight o'clock in the morning, and I timed myself. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm watching. Um, I was watching. I don't know the Parkers. I was watching some show. <laughs> you feel me? And I'm like, yo, I want to have this song done before this episode go off, and I did it. 
You know what I mean? I did the song. Yesterday, I remixed Cardi B Money. Mm. I did it like, that took me a little bit more time because that was for the radio. Okay. So I had to make sure like it was like perfect. You know what I mean? Mastered out and all that. So, but that song took me like about an hour though. Okay, okay. And where, um, what radio station are you connected with? Um, different stations. Um, my family, family is, of course, High 97, um, Pi 99 in Philly. But, you know, I, I got love for all the stations, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody support me. And then I'm a heavy hitter, so all our heavy hitters is on almost 100% of all the radio stations, you know what I mean? So support everywhere. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And also, they might not know, like, can you explain what the heavy hitters is? <laughs> like <laughs> the, the heavy hitters is, is, is like the, the world famous DJ group, you know what I'm saying? DJ crew. Actually, that's what it's called, the world famous heavy hitters. Oh. Yeah, that's the title of it. But um, basically, it's just a, it's a whole group of us, you know what I mean? Um, so many names to go through, but mostly all your biggest DJs on the radio is a heavy hitter. You know what I mean? If they're not a heavy hitter, they're like very much connected with the heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying? But heavy hitters is just a, a group of DJs. It's not just DJs, it's producers. It's um label people. So it's not just, like I said, just a DJ group. Originally, it started off as DJ groups way before I came in. Yeah. I recently became a heavy hitter this summer. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a heavy hitter for like that long. But um, yeah, I became a heavy hitter this summer. But they always was my family. Because yeah. my father had me around DJ Enough and them for like since I was a baby. Enough is the president of the heavy hitters. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like I've been around them since I was a baby, you know what I'm saying? But so they always is family. But now I just got the title of being a heavy hitter. That's lit. Yeah. And how did that come about? Like, did they reach out to you or like you was just like around them and they like, hey, be heavy? It, it was it was like it was always like in the making. Like it was always a conversation. Like every time my father see them, first it started with just like a personal conversation, maybe with like enough and my dad, because they friends, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like brothers. They'd be talking and then just be like, "Yo, I'm gonna make Taj a heavy hitter," and then they, like, enough would see me just be like, "Yo, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you a heavy hitter." It was always like a conversation, mm -hmm. but we just never like went through with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this summer, yeah, they just enough was just called me, just like, "Yo, it's time." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's time. It's time. Yeah, so we just rocked out since then. Interesting. Do you think you're unique? Do I think I'm unique? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm very much unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Cause I do, I like to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, even a lot of times the way I produce, I try to produce something differently than like most of the other songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nowadays, like a lot of DJs, go back to the DJ topic, a lot of DJs is not blending. They just like talk and throw. Mm -hmm. You know, I still try to keep that, like that era of like actually blending and stuff. You know what I mean? Like blending a song to song to transition it the right way. So I guess it's kind of unique in a way. Right. Okay, okay. What other opportunities um, can DJing lead to? Yo, mad stuff. You got DJs that's just doing TV shows, and they DJ for like one minute every 20 minutes on a, on a TV show. You know what I mean? You got um, – I also do sometimes – that's my family, Wendy Williams show. I do that a lot. Mm. That's my family. You know what I mean? So Wendy and them, I go through there every once in a while for them, and I, and I DJ on her show and like just in between like commercial breaks. So like DJing, yeah, this is like mad different type of situations with DJing. You got DJ that just do um that street DJs for like sport teams. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Nets, the Lakers, they got their own DJs. Everybody got. If y'all become an artist, y'all gotta have a DJ. Nah, that's <laughs> bad. We definitely need a personal one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So DJs go for different things. Yeah. Now most people might not know, but we are actually family. Like they yeah. my cousin and everything. Right. And you know what's crazy? A lot of people don't know and your club songs when it be like it's little E that that's your little sister. My baby sister. <laughs> that that's yeah. your little sister. How did you just like like I'm, I'm hey, glad you e, brought that this. up. I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up. It, it was funny because like um a few years back, she used to, 
to go back to your question when you asked me when you asked me about rapping just say what oh, i be rapping. yeah yeah <laughs> i want to say but like back in the day me and my little sister used to be playing all the time that's even making like these little raps for her yo i remember <laughs> you remember that right remember in the basement we over yeah we used to be making these little raps recording and stuff like that and then yo. she she started going she started learning like how to write and doing it herself and then like she just quit and stopped like rapping you know what i mean she just is just doing regular stuff i remember yeah. i definitely remember and when i got when i got to um i think when i got to like middle school or like going to high school or something i was like yo i want to make my little sister like known like i want to get her out there mm-hmm. so i end up like started putting her voice i just make her just say like random stuff and uh, i started putting her song like her voice on my songs like let her feature on my stuff and then um i did this song called love song and that's kind of like was the song that put her out there mm. at first you know what i'm saying and i had made her make a saying it was been out though but i made her reset it was like ladies booty bounce to this mm-hmm. so like now if y'all ever hear that it's always her voice that y'all hear when y'all hear those like any anytime somebody say that it's always her voice that said so what i did was a few years after we did like the lazy booty bounce to the sand which has been out before her time too um i made up a song called bbe challenge yeah. and when i dropped that song like i featured her on the song because originally it was um one of my little bros named slick from new york song and then he had um was like yo Todd, i got this track like i need you on this so i teamed up with slick and i'm like yo i gotta have a little e on this for a female part of it originally it was just a male voice in the beginning mm-hmm. so i made Lil e which is my little sister finish the other half of it and i took her voice and like kind of you know what i mean made it a full complete song and that's what got her name like out of here so now on her soundcloud stuff she get like seven million plays okay <laughs> yeah okay. probably more than me like you know me? <laughs> yeah that's Shout definitely out to my little cousin <laughs> exactly that's how, that's what got her out there though Lil e that's definitely lit and like what song on youtube like got like the first million views my like, first my first million ever was was bitch what i tell you like, that was my oh, biggest okay. song I, like that was the song that really put me on mm-hmm. and and from there i was like yo i gotta drop mad more songs like this <laughs> so i started dropping like mad track i did a song called do it for the vine a long time ago that was on vine that was like big on vine be like, I ain't gonna do yeah yeah <laughs> i had that song and then um the skip you know years years after i started doing a lot of remixes and i did um latch I did this latch uh, yeah, remix. Yeah, I, I remember that. That was yeah. my song. <laughs> I did I did latch and then I just was going from there. I'm like, yo, I had a goal to make sure I had a million plus on every single song. Okay, okay. That's good. Yeah. And you you also get paid from YouTube from like Yeah. You know, for my original songs, yeah. Okay. Like the like BBE's type stuff, you know what I mean? Or, you know, a lot of, like whatever's original stuff. Okay, okay. Like how does it work to get like a YouTube plaque or something like that? Like Is you got to just basically just um hit as a certain amount of like followers or something like subscribers mm-hmm. um and then you get it you know what i mean they they can give it to anybody anybody as long as you hit that amount of subscribers okay okay yeah so a lot of people think it's about having a certain amount of plays but it's, it don't even go by the police it go by your the, the amount of subscribers you got that's definitely lit yeah and i'll see that chain on your neck that's <laughs> <laughs> to my boy out of jeweler yeah okay. he hooked me up Okay, that's how you know things is coming big. She funny. (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? (laughs) Yo, this is a dope setup. I like this setup y'all got going on too. Thank you. When I tell you, like, this is really a blessing in the making. Like, yeah, it's a blessing. Everything came together. Like, this wasn't even like something I imagined myself doing. How y'all started this off? Um, Long story short, my major was um, 
criminal justice. I did two semesters on criminal justice, and then I decided to change my major to broadcasting communications, and that was already Jada's major, so I had told her about it, and then she brought me the idea, yeah. and then you want to go from there. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I was saying, I was talking to uh, Fame FBG, and he was just like, you know, like, you just got to... You got to invest in yourself, you know, believe in yourself. Like, you know a lot of people. Go buy a camera, start interviewing people. I'll even help you out and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, like, you right. You feel me? Like, and it was just like, because I always had that idea, but I didn't know where to start. I didn't know how to get my foot in the door. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I just had the idea. Right. It was just a thought. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, Tommy just changed the image. I'm mm-hmm. like, I bought the idea. Like, look, I don't know how we going to do it, what we going to oh, so do. Y'all, so y'all just started the idea to do this? Like, just recently? Started, yeah, like, she just mm, brought it to just me. Just started. And I was here, I believe, a couple weeks ago because there's my studios, obviously, in this building. Yeah. And I had, um, I had told somebody about um, the idea that she brought to me or whatever. And they was like, oh, we have a podcast room or whatever. And then I met Marvin. Shout out to Marvin. And he, like, basically put everything together. That's told dope. me how it would be. And then I told her. And then we started. And then you're our third interviewer. That's the <laughs> sound. I'm going to come back for y'all, too. I'm nah, that's, that's definitely fact. One day, one day I'm going to do a, a live DJ set on y'all show. Yes. Ooh, yes. turn up. Yes. Yeah. Now, I just got two more questions. What's up? Now, what would you have to say for somebody that wants to be a DJ? Mm-hmm. They don't start it off. Like, what's some advice that you would give to them? I think just just research music and, and learn music. Know your music. I think that's the biggest the biggest advice you anybody can give to anybody that's trying to be a DJ. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know their music, and that's why know sometimes people sound the way they do <laughs> it, yeah, it, it really right. shows when you don't do your research okay it's not about like cocky nothing like that i think that's any dj will, will agree with that mm-hmm. you gotta research your music can't be lazy yeah okay yeah and what advice would you have for illis girls next door yo first of all i think y'all dope interview is number one you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you. for real for real like y'all wasn't hesitating stuttering none of that kind of stuff i've been through a lot of people like doing interviews and all that and sometimes they don't even know what they really ask Sometimes he be asking weird questions that you be trying to figure out. You be looking at them. And like, <laughs> feel me? Should I answer this? Should I not answer? But yeah, y'all do it with that number one. But um, an advice to give to y'all just to really just figure out what can make y'all different than everybody else. Because there's a lot. There's like a million different people doing like podcasts and stuff nowadays on YouTube. People got internet shows and internet radio stations. It's really just about what makes y'all stand out from all them other people. Mm-hmm. She you know, says that all the time. Like, I spark. All like, we, we got to find, like, us. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, that's the only way. Like, honestly, I'm trying to be bigger than the Breakfast Club. Like, <laughs> shout out to y'all. But, like, I'm telling y'all, like, you just got to have that mindset. Mm. You got to put that idea out into the universe. I'm going to have my own TV show. Yo, speak right. it into existence, yo, mm-hmm. for real. Speak it into existence. They don't watch the growth. Damn, they starting there. Yeah. <laughs> nah, for real. Yo, I, I promise you, give it for like a year from now people gonna go back to this interview y'all gonna go back to the interview Word. and be like yo damn we went from that to, to this that. Like, you know like, <laughs> yeah that's definitely I, the yo angle. i do that with, even with my music like sometimes i go down like my youtube channel mm-hmm. i'll go i've been on youtube since like 2008 and sometimes i go back and look at like the the first things i was putting out and compare it to like now I'm like dang like you know came what i'm saying i really came way. a long <laughs> way you feel me a very long way that's Word. definitely a fact. People went from getting like like a hundred do- like a hundred views to getting like fifty five million views. Yeah. That's the goal. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's really the goal. Like, you know, we just we just all trying to make it in the world and yeah. I like I'm just here to support Jersey. Like we, we gotta put Jersey on, you of course. know. We gotta we gotta stick together, we gotta help each other out. 
<laughs> help each other out. Uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You know, like. But we about to wrap it up. I just want to say thank, thank you, you for so coming. For coming. Yeah, like, I'm going to come back really, for y'all. <laughs> this was amazing. Like, yeah, this lit. is definitely amazing. And hopefully the people watching, you know, whoever want to be DJs, y'all can take this into consideration. Uh-huh. You know, motivate y'all. You know, if he could do it, y'all could do it too. So definitely. believe in yourself. Definitely. Okay, okay. Well, I'm Jada. I'm Chami. And this is Illus Girls, Girls Next Door. Uh-huh. If they can do it, you can do it. Believe in yourself. And I we like out. That. I like that. I like that right there. <laughs> we out. Bye.